God bless you and welcome to Yesterday Ended, Healing the Traumas of Life. I'm your host, Dennis Dobbin. Thank you so much for joining me today. When you are a young child, tying your shoelaces can be a challenge. When you are a teenager, driving a car for the first time can be a challenge. When you are an adult, juggling work and family can be a challenge. There's so many different types of challenges that we face every day. Some things we make a challenge that shouldn't be so, like the old cliche of a woman trying to decide what she will wear that day. Then there are the people we live and work around. They can produce all sorts of challenges. And then there are the very difficult challenges of the darkness and decay of this world we live in. How we face the challenges in our lives determine how much joy and peace we will live in. In today's podcast, I want to give you a few tips on how to live above the challenges. Give a listen. I've heard that difficult people are the way God teaches us about his grace and love. But teaching about grace and love is another podcast. Today, I want to talk to you about the challenge of having a challenge. Challenges should not be a shock to us. Jesus warned us in John 16, verse 33, These things I have spoken unto you, that in me ye might have peace. In the world ye shall have tribulation. But be of good cheer, I have overcome the world. This word tribulation literally means pressure. The root word that it comes from is translated trouble. Again, carrying the connotation of pressure as in crushing grapes. Yep, that's pressure. Jesus told us that in the world you shall have tribulation. This world is good at loading us down with pressures, challenges, dilemmas, problems, and all sorts of other types of burdens. That's the challenge of living in the world. But he gave us a clue or two of how not to be crushed. We are to live in him because in him we have peace through the words that he has spoken to us. And then he said, be of good cheer. I have overcome the world. He lives within us so that we may also overcome the world. With these promises, we are able to face the challenge. Eagles rise up on the wind. They soar, they float, no energy do they spend. On the wind they do trust, not using their wings thrust. On the wind the eagle is free, soaring above the eagle is me. Free from the world below, God's strength to me bestowed. With patience the race I do run, knowing the victory I have won. No weariness do I feel as I wait upon him and kneel. Looking ahead, the runner is free. Running light, the winner is me. Free from the world's dead weight, God's strength my soul liberates. Mole hill or mountain, what do I see? Lies or truth, with what do I agree? Walking in light, or are things dim? Turn from the world, I'm looking to him. Much of the challenge of challenges are the way in which we look at a situation. We can allow things to be calm or blown out of proportion. 
We can let a situation overwhelm us through fear of unfamiliarity. There is a saying also, tackle your problem head on. Well, that may sound very direct and full of strength. The problem is you only see the problem. But we have the ability to see things from a heavenly vantage point. We're seated in the heavenlies. We can look down on a situation and study it from every direction except one being under it. We do not have to be crushed by any circumstance. We have the ability to see the truth in the situation as we take our rightful place at the right hand of the Father in Christ. From that vantage point and that placement, we can clearly hear the Father and Jesus show us how to deal with the challenge. From our heavenly vantage point, we need not be in fear. We need not be anxious. We must be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. It's not about our strength to overcome a situation. Another benefit and practical way of dealing with situations is to break it down into smaller parts and address each part on its own. Currently, I am endeavoring to start a YouTube channel for my artwork. I also want to take this podcast and put it on YouTube, all three years of it. Just a little work. All the details can be overwhelming. I need to set up a channel or two. I need to figure out how I will video my artwork, as in the setting and the lighting. Then I need to figure out how I will describe it. What is the wood? What is the technique I used to cut it? What was the source of where it came from? And on and on. I need to master the video editing software, and these things are just the tip of the iceberg. If I look at all the details together, I can get overwhelmed. The way to overcome the challenge is to first design a plan or a pathway of how to accomplish the goal by detailing each step. What challenge are you facing today? One of the first steps in any challenge is to take it to the Lord in prayer. Even our Lord and Savior, when he was faced with the crucifixion, went into the Garden of Gethsemane and prayed not once, not twice, but three times. I've mentioned it before in another podcast that the Lord gave me a phrase many years ago to teach me how to live life with greater peace and less conflict. The phrase is simply, Pray more, think less. The problem with our thinker is it can become a stinker. In the thinking, it may help us address certain elements of a challenge, but we are limited to our understanding. And we're told not to do that in Proverbs chapter 3, verses 5 and 6. Trust in the Lord with all thine heart, and lean not unto thine own understanding. In all thy ways acknowledge him and he shall direct thy paths. Praying to the Father is a means of acknowledging him, as in, Help, Lord! What do I do? Thinking about a situation without involving the Lord is pretty much a waste of time. As we spend time in prayer, the Father can begin to unravel the complexity of a situation that has got us stumped. He can shine light into a challenge and show us hope. If all we are doing is focusing our thinking on the problem, we are being distracted from the promise of God that will solve it. Another benefit of prayer is that God can miraculously intervene at times. 
As we pray for his input, his angels may start stirring up the atmosphere to open a door or shut a door. Whatever needs to happen happens better with prayer. Also, the benefit of prayer is that it is an access to hope. As we are confronted with a challenge, we may not be able to see beyond it. But prayer brings hope into view and the remembrance of God's faithfulness to his promises. Let's look at a verse that tells us how God thinks towards us. Jeremiah 29, verse 11. For I know the thoughts that I think towards you, says the Lord, thoughts of peace and not of evil, to give you a future and a hope. It's nice to know that when God thinks about us, it's not evil. His thoughts of us are thoughts of peace. He's on our side. Remember the second half of Romans chapter 8, verse 31? If God be for us, who can be against us? We need to remember that God is bigger than any challenge or situation or circumstance that we may face. So how big is God? How do you perceive his power and ability? Consider what the prophet Jeremiah said about God in Jeremiah 32, verse 17. Ah, Lord God, behold, thou hast made the heaven and the earth by thy great power and stretched out arm, and there is nothing too hard for thee. So God is the creator of the heaven and the earth. He did so by his great power and stretched out arm. Jeremiah was in a really bad position because the children of Israel had totally forsaken God again, and they were about to be taken captive by King Nebuchadnezzar. The children of Israel hated Jeremiah because he kept warning them to come back to the true God. He kept telling them they were idolaters and needed to turn back to God. And yet in all the challenge that he faced, this was his declaration. He remembered how big and powerful God was and that nothing was too hard for him. So are we looking to the Lord our God or are we looking at the problem? Here again is another great time to remember to pray more. How well we find the answer and solution to the challenges we face if we are not looking to the Lord. Consider what David did when he looked at the challenge of Goliath. The rest of the army of Israel sat in fear looking at the size of Goliath. David looked at Goliath and remembered how big God was. While being a sheep herder, David had taken out a lion and a bear that had tried to attack his flock. David knew that God was faithful and would protect him. So as David approaches Goliath, Goliath mouths off and makes his threats and curses. But David responds in faith. 1 Samuel chapter 17, verse 45. Then said David to the Philistine, Thou comest to me with a sword and a spear and with a shield, but I come to thee in the name of the Lord of hosts, the God of the armies of Israel, whom thou hast defied. The name of the Lord is his power. What are the names of the Lord? One is the Lord our banner. This is better understood as canopy or covering. David knew that the Lord would cover him and protect him. David also knew the Lord was his shepherd and he would have no lack. Your homework is to read Psalm 23 and see David's conviction of how everything we have comes from the Lord. And here's another great key David spoke 
that we need to remember concerning the challenges we face. 1 Samuel 17, verse 47. And all this assembly shall know that the Lord saveth not with sword and spear, for the battle is the Lord's, and he will give you into our hands. The Lord doesn't save by sword or spear, or the amount of our bank account, or our great academic achievements, or our family status. The battle belongs to the Lord. Take into account the records of how God protected Israel throughout the years, even when they weren't doing the right thing. His mercy and grace can be seen all throughout even the Old Testament. Yet you are his beloved child in whom he is well pleased. How much more, now being cleansed by the blood of Jesus, are you worthy of his protection and love and provision? All throughout Scripture, when people were faced with challenges, many times angels were sent to them, and the first thing out of their mouth was, Fear not. With God on your side, what have you to fear? Keep your eyes on God and His promises. Keep a constant conversation with your Father. Meditate upon His Word and the records of victory that he has brought to his people. Remember that his thoughts of you are thoughts of peace, and he is giving you a future and a hope. You will make it through whatever you're facing. Yesterday, as I finished writing this episode, I took some time to pray over what I need to do in regards to my marketing and business plan. As I mentioned earlier, I want to promote my art and this podcast on YouTube. I've mentioned before that I have an extra room which has been my prayer room for the last few years. It dawned on me that I could use one of the walls in that room. Long story short, for a small investment, I can build a fake wall to film against in front of a window. I am very excited to see how that, in a moment of prayer and breaking down the details of the challenges of these two projects, God gave me an answer. Your answers are a prayer away. Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray for your children. I pray for their faith that it fails not. I pray for an awakening within them to catch hold of your promises and drop the problems they face. I pray that they can turn away from fear and step into faith. Lord, I thank you that by faith, the mountains before us will be cast into the sea. Awaken your people to the strength you have already given them and receive the victory you've already proclaimed. I pray this all in Jesus' name.